You're listening to Inside You with Michael Rosenbaum. It is Smallville Week, the last episode of Smallville Week. If you haven't heard Kristen Kruk or the creators of Smallville or John Glover who played Lionel Luther, my father, you need to go back and listen to those. It'll be a nice four episodes in a row. We're going to top it off with the man of the hour, the number one on the call street, barely above me. Uh, I love this guy. We've done conventions. We're doing more conventions. We've come closer after the show, actually, even though we were we were buddies. But uh, after not being on top of each other for seven years, we uh, we become closer. And uh, he's been on the show. This is his second time, and um, he's so open. He tries to interview me, which is fun. We tell a lot of fun stories, and I think you're gonna enjoy this one. Let's get inside of Tom Welling. It's my point of view, you're listening to Inside of You, with Michael Rosenbaum. Inside of You with Michael Rosenbaum was not recorded in front of a live studio audience. We're going to be inside each other today. You you had a demand. You said, you know what, I'm going to, I'm going to ask you questions. And I was like, oh, I'm all up for it. Well, my first question is, how do you feel about that? Uh, I'm a little uncomfortable. Hey, there's me. Yeah, you're on there. You're the, you're, you're probably right I'm, up there with, next to me. Next to you. Yeah, we're next to each other. Well, we, by the way, we've gotten really close over the, uh, you know, we've known each other a long time, but we've been doing these conventions. Yeah. Which are kind of fun because the fans, I always say it's like a vacation for fans, but we're, we're literally going, I mean, we, we go, where did we just go? Where were we? <laughs> It was memorable, wasn't it? <laughs> no, Kansas City. We're going. We're to, look Kansas at this. City. Should I say the dates where we're going so people could come? Why not? I mean, I can do that. All right. So Australia, June nineteenth, will be in Sydney and Perth. July sixth, Montreal. August sixteenth, Boston. August twenty second, Toronto. I'll be in Burning Man at. Uh, no wait, no, well, I shouldn't have said that one. No, what, You're going no. to Burning Man. I think I'm going to go to Burning Man. I'm going to get my burn on with some friends. You know, I'm, it's not me, but when you go, it's a di- it's surprisingly a different experience. Have you been? I've never I been. went once and it it was ch- life changing. What'd you wear? Isn't you know, you thing? just wear the 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 scarf to block the dust and stuff because there's a I mean a lot of silty dust, and uh, you know we had a shitter in the RV in Harlan. I went with Harlan. You know Harlan. Hey buddy, you know yeah. Dumb and Dumber. And he got really oh, upset. Harlan's not the shitter. You had a bathroom. Yeah, I had I a bathroom. You were calling Harlan a shit. Okay. Well, he is a shitter too. But I didn't know this. But he's like, hey buddy, I had a time of my life with you. But uh, next time you're getting your own RV, I'm like, what did I do? Well, you kept the door open every time you took a shit. You were shitting up the place. you know. And I was like, why don't you just tell me? He's like, well, I don't want to destroy your time. I'm like, well, it makes no sense. But anyway, so uh, I don't know. It's, it's, it is life-changing. I can't picture you at Burning Man. Really? Yeah. You think I just freak out? I'm too yeah, much of a control I, it, freak? Yeah, yeah. You're kind of like you just go with things? No, I'm the opposite. I, I go with things when you're around. Usually, it's easier. That's why these conventions are so much fun. That's why you yeah. get me into them. Because you're you're kind of like a sh- we've talked about that. You're you know you're a shy guy. You're like I mean you're just a family dude. I'm not as that all that interested in like me. <laughs> <laughs> what are you saying? Well, that's why we're here to talk about you. Oh great! No. By the way, it's Smallville Week, folks, <laughs> and Tom is the final guest for Smallville Am I Week. We're wrapping it up with him. But I was your first to be on this show. Event. Yeah, you were. You were my very first. Right. And you're my, could be my last. No one listens. <laughs> I'm hoping, you know, we're, we get more listeners. And uh, guys, make sure you subscribe. Come on. You know, we got Welling here. We got a lot of great people. Tom, you know what I love is that you're always at conventions going, dude, listen to his podcast. It's actually good. And buy, get the t shirt. You wore a t shirt. I wore your t shirt. Did you yeah. see that t shirt I wore? Yeah. Some guy made a t shirt of just your faces. <laughs> And it was just all these handsome Tom faces. They look like I tattoos, like body tattoos. You should wear that. You should wear that to Burning Man. I will. That I actually will wear that to Burning Man. <laughs> Maybe, yeah, I will. So go ahead. You, I know you want to say some things. Well, there's a question that I have. Do you think there will ever be room in your life for like a significant other? Oh, shit. <laughs> Did you hear that, Rob? Because this is something that we talk about a lot. I get along with you quite well. I, yeah, yeah, I think yeah. you're a beautiful, wonderful person. You have a big, generous heart. I think that... You know, there's somebody out there for you. I'm just wondering why it hasn't happened yet. But, you know, maybe that's <laughs> something I should ask you. Why hasn't it happened for me? What's wrong with me? Well, remember, I'm interviewing you, so we're just going to keep going back. Okay, back. got it. Okay, so my, <laughs> you know, my answer would be, you know, I've learned to live on my own for so long, and I have so many friends. I'm kind of like the organizer of sports that's and things. True. And my whole life, I've been doing things for other people. Right. Always helping, you know, my mom needs this, my friends. Need and I'm just there. I have barbecues. I have fun. But, you know, and it's 
kind of exhausting with work and that. And so it's like the most important thing is like, you know, finding someone. Right. Well, you do have a sense of family. You have a big family around you. But I need someone that will always be there. Because at the end of the day, it's like sometimes I'll invite people. Hey, guys, want to uh, see a movie tonight? And I was like, no, no. Alex and I are going to a movie. Okay, right. Ethan, that's cool. Hey, what about you and Tom, Deneen? Oh, yeah, we got some work to do. <laughs> I'm like, oh, man, these couples, man, they always do it. It's tough. I'm tough. You invited yeah. me last week. I'm like, hey, I'm you like, want to just want to do something? Mm. I'll be asleep by 8 o'clock. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, I don't want to find someone just because I get bored. I want to find someone who will. Who will be there? Yeah. I really do. Like, I, I went on this date last night with a girl that I used to date, and we just had dinner because she just went got through a breakup. So it wasn't a date. It was kind of like a, uh, what would you call it? Get uh, together. I got together. Okay. We had dinner. We just kissed. It was not, no big deal. I haven't had sex since, like, the end of last year. Well, this will air in June, so hopefully I've had sex by then. That <laughs> would be really shitty. But what I'm saying is I think I'm really hard on myself, and I'm hard on – you know, the people I date, like I want, I look at imperfections. Like if I see red flags, like my mother, I'm like, oh my God, she's like my mother. No, anything that, and I, look, I love my mother. I don't really like her, but I love her. But I just, when I see little traits, like, you know, I don't like drinking a lot when someone's a big drinker and can't control themselves. Mm. Like, that's a big red flag for me, you know, but then I realize everybody's drinking. So it's like, <laughs> what are my choices? I'm going to date a nun, you know? And then I realize. You have to be attracted to the person. Yeah. You have to just want to like. I could see your your attraction with Jess. Mm-hmm. It's just like it's like a it's a good thing. You you you're, you guys are in love. You like each other, and you also love each other. It's fun. You hopefully bring something good to each other's lives. I mean, one of the things I think you've gone so long without anyone. <laughs> you're learning more and more about what you do like. That's true. Hopefully. That is true. That is true. Uh, that's one way to look. But at I'm 46. It. I'll be 47 in a month. And is it You'll sad? Be Forty-seven by by June. No, July's my oh. birthday. Thanks for looking. This you, weekend he's like, I even, feel eighty-seven. You couldn't even look on Wikipedia, huh, Rob? I didn't we, realize you did the math. We've been working together for a couple of years now, and you didn't even know how old I was. When, when's my birthday? You just had your birthday. I did not. Yeah, you did. It was like, uh, shut your mouth. Hang on, it was I got within this. the last year. No, <laughs> January. You're about as far away from when my actual birthday is as you can get. August. Nope. September. Nope. October. Nope. February. Nope. March, April, May, June. There, you got it. June? Yeah. I thought we just missed your birthday. God, I fucked that up. You missed Calvin's birthday. That was January. That was Calvin's in January. See, that's where I messed it up. We're not going to cut that part out. Give me some credit. No, he's going to keep that. Yeah. I'm just going to loop this. Yeah. (laughs) This is the podcast with Rob. (laughs) You know, it is Smallville week. We had Alan Miles. Mm. We had had Kristen. Yeah, how was it with Alan Miles? I met this guy. It it was great. It was great. They were really humble and sweet and fun. I think they were, you know, they thought they were going to be boring. In fact, I think Rob here thought they'd be boring. It's like they're creators, they're writers. How how fun can they? But they were very open and honest. Didn't you enjoy them, Rob? I did. They're very creative guys. They're both very smart guys. They really are smart. Yeah. Yeah. They were always cool. Yeah. They always loved you. You know, we've talked about Smallville, so it gets it definitely gets old. We, that's what we do. Right. We go to conventions and we talk for Q and A's. We want it to be fresh and you know lively. And we're starting to do these other things, these uh, Smallville nights, these intimate readings and stuff. Yeah, that's right. Because, yeah, I'm yeah. excited for that. Yeah, yeah, that's uh, it's fun. Hold on, I want to jump back real quick. I have yeah. one story about my uh, Al that I love All right, because let's hear it. we worked with those guys for a long time, and as you're working with people. Things come up, but it's not personal. And we had issues on set. You and I both like we shot in an, in an old warehouse, but it wasn't a warehouse. It was like a meat locker. So it was either extremely hot and warm or it was freezing cold. And usually it was extremely hot. And I was... You always get hot. I was always... Yeah. Like if you don't see me from the waist down, I'm probably wearing shorts. And sandals. And sandals. And then you were in the suit with the bald cap and everything else. Anyway... It had gotten so much that I sent out an email to the producer. I'm like, you guys, listen, it's it's not only about my comfort personally, but literally it's taking up time on set because we have to stop and we have to redo all this. Tom's sweating, powder. That's exactly what I would hear. Yeah. So I get this email back from Al. And Superman doesn't sweat. It says, why the fuck am I getting this actor bullshit emailed to me? What the fuck is going on up there? He sent it to you. Solve that shit. He sent it back to everybody. And then James Marshall called, he came down to set and he goes, Hey, can I talk to you for a second? I'm like, yeah. He's like, so, um, how you doing? And I'm like, I'm, I'm, I'm doing all right. He goes, did you, uh, did you see that email? And I'm like, yeah, yeah, I did. He goes, what are you going to do? And I go, 
nothing. I thought it was a great reply. I think Al's right. <laughs> that was perfect. I was, I was like, I think we should solve this. I think Al yeah. said the right thing. We, it, we, get, we don't get offended when people say actor right. bullshit or no, actor I, needs this. or No, as long as you get it done, we don't care. <laughs> Michael needs a bigger trailer. The fucking asshole needs a bigger trailer. Do I get a bigger trailer? Yeah. Okay. I'm a fucking asshole. I need a place to do my things. Smallville. Well, yeah, that's what Harlan said. You know, I remember one, you know, there's, it's not, an, it, I guess it's an ego thing, but I remember like season whatever, I walk on set and you have like this giant trailer. It just like wraps an 18-wheeler. And I go, I look at mine, I go, is that my contract? I thought I, I get with Tom Jones. Is that not right? It's like, uh, no. Okay, well. <laughs> My, I need, I need something bigger than this, though. I need, to, I need to be able Give to, yeah, I need to be able to at least do five lunges across the trail. <laughs> <laughs> Measure out five lunges. No, they were very good. You know, the one thing about studios and things, are, look, it's like this all the time. They always say they have no money. We have no money. We can't give you money. What were the most successful show in the WB? I know, but all our other shows are failing. Yeah. Like, so what? <laughs> so wait, I should suffer because you made shitty choices well, doing Birds of Prey? No. <laughs> no, no, no. I didn't mean that. I didn't mean that it wasn't a good show. But, you, I mean, but you've also been on, the other, side. On, that. You've been on the other side of this. And again, this is a question for you. Yeah. You talked about when you shot your movie and your experience when you decided, listen, we're going to save the money. We're going to put the, all the money on the screen. No matter what, we're going to find the cheapest hotel room, the most economical. Didn't do that. We're all going to stay in the same place. That. And then what and, happened? But it was a mistake. I should have. <laughs> I thought about I said, look, if we're not paying the actors much money, I'm going to get. That's not true. They all shared. The females had a, a girl trailer and the guys had a guy trailer. But they all had a nice hotel and I gave them a truck for the week. So we treated them really nicely because I feel like. But the noise that you had in your room and the decisions you had to make <laughs> to spend more money. Oh, yeah. Do you remember that story? Yeah. Uh, when I was doing my movie the first night, I, you know, I said, I'm going to stay at the uh, the Marriott Residence Inn in Evansville or whatever it was called. I forgot. I'm going to stay with everybody else. We knew a friend. Yes. And he got us $39 a, a night. And I'm like, I'm going to fucking do this. I'm going to do it for the team. I'm going to save money. All this money is going to go to catering. And then night one, I close my eyes and I hear, give me another beer. The walls are fucking paper thin. It was Harlan. You can hear someone. <laughs> yeah, right. Oh, dude, you can hear. It was fucking awful. I literally woke up the next morning. I go out. I'm out. And I go, hey, Kim, to the producer. Uh, you hadn't unpacked. I hadn't even unpacked. Me. Hadn't unpacked. I moved to another hotel the next day. <laughs> and uh, it was $100 extra each day for 35, 40 days. So it was $4,000. But I did. It, was, it, was, it saved me. Mm -hmm. What are you looking at me like that, Rob? Nothing. And you, but you made the rest of the cast stay at that hotel. No, the still? cast stayed at the good hotel. They stayed at the good hotel. The I was hotel? just going to take one for the team at the shitty hotel. Uh, the rest of the cast stayed at the good hotel. Don't make me look like a dick, Rob. Okay. Don't don't try to do <laughs> okay. that. Did you ever watch Smallville, Rob? Uh, no. Have you seen one episode out of the <laughs> two hundred episodes that aired? Not an entire. Not no. one fucking. <laughs> We're working together, and you don't know anything about me. It's good though; it's a blank I haven't slate. seen an episode of Parenthood either. Of Dax's yeah. show? Oh, way to promote Dax's show on this. Show. It was a what, huge show. What was it about? It was the. Oh, it was God. a story about Lex Luthor <laughs> and how. It was a story of. Uh, yeah, I have this really skewed. Clark version Kent. Of what it's about. Clark oh, Kent growing up in a small town before he becomes Superman. Oh, that's so and the challenges he has, and Lex Luthor before he becomes evil, and their friends in the small town. Yeah. No wonder when Alan Miles were going to come on the show, you must have been like, oh, I don't know if this is going to be any good because you had no idea who they were. You know what's what funny is he's such a cocky dick, Rob. He goes, <laughs> he goes, he goes, you know, you know, he goes, you know why? He goes, oh, I didn't know they did all that other stuff like Shanghai Nights and they're like really into the Badlands. He was like, oh, okay, th this is cool. Like you know, you need credits to be cool. No. You know, I haven't done like a, a big movie in a while. Am I not cool now? Am I suddenly not like the in crowd? I don't know. You tell me. Yeah, I feel that way. Uh, you love Smallville, though, right? Tom? Yes, yes. The further away, the further away we get from it, the more I appreciate it. If that makes any sense, it's the, it's really the gift that keeps on giving. How yeah. many people can like do what we do? We go to conventions and like all this shit, and it's still fresh. And as much as we thought the bad parts were bad at the time, the bad parts kind of don't stick with you. It's like taking a layover in a flight. You don't really remember being stuck in Chicago for four hours. You just remember that you got to Florida. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, you yeah. don't remember the other stuff. So, if that makes any sense, I just, it's, yeah, I think, and I get more proud of it. I think it still holds up. It's still, pretty, I mean, I watch it every week. Does your so. fiance, Jess, watch it? <laughs> That's a good question. Has she ever seen I know, she Smallville? wasn't, I don't think she was aware of. Was she born? <laughs> no, how old is she? That's another good How question. old is she? 19. 
I think she's, yeah. I think something like that. By the way, you got a new baby boy. Yeah. Come on, dude. Thompson. Thompson. Thompson Welling. That's right. Where does Thompson, is there another Thompson in your uh, family, right? No, it literally means Tom's son. (laughs) (laughs) It's not true. It does. Is it really? Yeah, but that's not why we did it. But why'd you do it? We did it because it that sounded good. And I didn't like, you know, my dad is Thomas. I'm not a junior. It was Thomas, Thomas, Thomas. Not Tom and not Thompson. Tommy, but Thompson. Thompson, Thompson. Wild. That's a cool name. It's a last name and a first name. Yeah. Thompson. It's Thompson Welling. Thompson yeah. what? Thompson Wild. Thompson. So you Dude. know when he's like 13, he's just going to be wild. His name is going to be, by the way, Thompson Wild. Yeah, and if he becomes an actor, do you want him to become an actor? I don't know about that. But I do know this. At a certain point, he will go... When I, he gets in trouble and I go to punish him, he will go, my name's Wild. What did you expect? <laughs> like, literally, that's going to come back. Wild, you prick. <laughs> exactly. Don't you call me a prick. <laughs> you, will you uh, introduce him to Smallville when he gets old enough? Yeah, I'm curious as to what he's going to think about all that. And, cause, you know, he How like, old do you think he will be uh, when you start? Maybe eight, ten? I, I don't know. Um, everybody else I know who has, who's been on TV or had some relative success, famous, whatever, none of their kids care. <laughs> Like, if you've ever asked anybody, do your kids watch your stuff? Like, Tom Hanks literally, like, two But I think ago, this will like, be different. They don't care. But I, I think it's different. When you know, it's a young kid watching Forrest Gump, he doesn't give a shit. When it's a young kid watching Apollo 13, he really doesn't give a shit. When it's a young kid watching Big. A, young, a young Superman, I though. Colin oh, Hanks likes Forrest Gump. He was on the set, actually, during the making of Forrest Gump. And, we were uh, just talking about the remake last night. Yeah, I said, why don't they do a sequel? That would have made a lot of money. It's like, uh, you know, the little forest, when he's little, was his name little forest? He's like, still forest. my daddy always told me, actually, my grandma told my daddy who told me, actually, <laughs> life's like a box of chocolates. <laughs> you never know if your good buddy Rob, who's your producer, is going to watch your goddamn show. <laughs> I wouldn't ruin it. I wouldn't ruin yourself. I, I think it's just stay, stay uh, blank. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> stay blank. But uh, open slate is another way to say it. Hey, how do you do about like t- you know? Because like I know Dax and uh, a lot of celebrities like with their children, they don't want them to be on Instagram. So I see like you mark out his face and things. But I know one of your friends fucked up, right? Yeah, that we 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 tried. We I mean we didn't try. We told everybody like please don't just I don't know. Don't I, post the kid. I'm not good at it anyway. Like you're much better po- at posting Instagram than I am. I just I'm just not. I don't know. Yeah, and not one but two friends. Just kind of did it, and the fan and the, you know fans followed on it instantly, and then it was like whatever. But I think he'll look different in five years, so maybe it won't. He'll look, look different, different in five months. Five months. Yeah, I'm just not trying to like promote him as a yeah, product. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think is is what it is. Yeah. Not to say that other people who do it, it's not a bad thing. I do you mean, think you'll have more? I'd like to. Yeah. Got to move fast, huh? Well, yeah. We're I mean, getting old. I'll probably have a couple before you. Yeah, that's the yeah. <laughs> Go back to what we were talking about. You know, maybe I should just find a good friend who I'm attracted to and just say, "Hey, I'm going to impregnate you." Well, I wouldn't start with that, but yeah, that's that a good start. Like a... a good friend who's really alive. <laughs> I don't mean like this is what's going to happen. <laughs> find someone you really like, I'm... who you respect, who you're well, attracted I, you know, to. That's have... a good start. That's the thing. I have some girlfriends, but you know, they're you know, I don't know, man. They're like my buddies, and they're getting older. You know, I have a friend that I'm just like, look, when I if I turn fifty and I don't have a kid. Let's make a deal. How old is she? She's probably 40 right now. Right now? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, you're talking about a specific person. I thought you were talking about in the future when you're 50, you're going to No, but like for me right now, I'm looking for someone that's 30 plus. There's 28, a well. It just depends on the maturity level, and, and if they're like they know what they're doing, they have a job. What do you like, mean by know what she's what they're doing? sexually? No, that I don't even know what the fuck I'm doing there. No, I mean I'm I'm okay. You know what I'm I'm like I'm like a. Uh, Do you giggle? You know I'm like uh, you I don't scream giggle. Her. I'm like. <laughs> Got him. Fuck you. Got him, folks. Uh, so moving on. I'm like a Bruce. Uh, uh, what's his name from the Reds? Played for the Reds. Played for the Mets. Jay Bruce. Jay Bruce will get up there. He'll strike out. He'll get like an occasional single. But when he hits a fucking home run, it's a, it's a, he fucking launches that thing. And you're like, whoa. I hope he's listening. I'm like, I can be either great in bad or lousy. Do you know when you're not good? Oh yeah, I'll say it. I'm like, man, that was. I sh- sorry about that. <laughs> yeah, just uh, compliments to you. A little quick there. Sorry. 
You know, it happens. I don't know why. I talk to my doctor. I'm like, sometimes I, you know, I, I'll go a little fast. He goes, well, I keep going. <laughs> eventually. And he's right. You keep going. You're going to eventually be like, yeah, you know. Anyway. Um, <laughs> well, what, what do you, I mean, what are you going to do? I know we were talking yesterday, like, you know, the house and whatnot. Are you, you going to move on? Are you going to, like, find another place to live? Like, where do you see yourself? I don't know. I like this house. And, you know, I'm almost, it's almost paid for. And I've got, like, you see all these toys and things around and jerseys. And it's kind of like, you, you know. You couldn't little... trust anyone to move all this stuff. <laughs> that probably That's is another true. thing. Like, who would you trust to touch That's true. And it's just, all a, you know, it's toys. a fun house. I've had so many memories here. It's like, why well, get, you know, my thing is, like, as long as I can maintain a good living and pay for my bills, pay my bills, you know, help my mom, my mom out when I can. Pay your mom's bills. Jesus criminy. I don't need to be George Clooney rich. I don't need to have a house to say, I, you know, when I was younger, I was like, I want to get big and famous. And I want, and the more I think about it, I was like, you know what? When do I retire? Let's say I retire at 60, 65. As long as I could like, live a comfortable life and do the things that it's i want also to do. more important for you to help other people i think than yeah i'm like, not more i don't see you in a 10 a 10 bedroom house with eight cars with and then have no one come over to visit you I no don't think you'd like that. i mean look if i had endless money like brookheimer money i would buy a <laughs> an estate that had like um a go-kart track it would have a football field a softball field a little ice rink there you go. so we could play hockey and have little lockers for all my friends that's kind of like the things i would do but like you like, know, for this, it'd be like Rosentown. Yeah, Rosentown, I like that. <laughs> but you know, honestly, I feel about like this podcast, man. I'm like going, hey, I want to make money eventually on this podcast. So you know, Rob has a family. He's got a kid. He's young. It's like, hey, he has a birthday. I want to, you know, I want to, I want it to be successful, not only for me, but really for Rob too. I want Rob to make some money out of this, and we really enjoy it. Like we enjoy each other. I think that's what's uh, fun about doing this podcast. Well, being an intern, eventually you're going to. Like, <laughs> I'll make a little bit of money. Uh, he's a I producer. I can move out of uh, my parents' house. <laughs> he can move you out of Rosenbaum's basement. You know, people got really upset on the podcast. They're like, why are you so mean to Rob last episode? I'm like, oh, what happened? With Joe Coy? Yeah, you guys are pretty rude. No, we weren't. We were totally loving and playing with you. But some people thought you, we were like a little harsh on you. Well, I cried after. Oh, <laughs> penis tears. Penis tears. <laughs> Inside of You is brought to you by Factor. I love Factor Meals, Ryan. Do you know this? Yes. Why do you know this? Because I've seen them in your fridge and you've offered me some. And you've had them. And I've had them. And you love them. I do. Because I asked you every time. Mm -hmm. um, look, I spent an enormous amount of money using delivery services for food or going grocery shopping and never eating the food that I buy or too many leftovers. And it's just I waste so much money and, you know... Factor Meals has really changed my life in a lot of ways because they have so many different meals, like 35 different meals, more than 60 add-ons to choose from every week, and it takes just two minutes. So it doesn't matter how busy you are, it's two minutes to cook this stuff. You always have time to enjoy nutritious, great-tasting meals, and that's what Factor does. Um, I, I, I just can't get over all the things they have, like filet mignon, shrimp, blackened salmon. Um, their breakfast items, everything, dessert. It's it's perfect for my lifestyle, and I think it's perfect for a lot of lifestyles. Um, yeah, you can crush your wellness goals this May with dietitian approved meals and ingredients that you can trust. Keep kitchen time to a minimum. Factor meals are ready in two minutes. No shopping, prepping, cooking, or cleaning up. Enjoy effortless support for your lifestyle. Choose from six menu preferences to help you manage calories, maximize protein intake, avoid meat, or simply eat well-balanced. Warm, sunnier days are calling, Michael. Well, yes, they are. Fuel up for them with Factors No Prep, No Mess Meals. Meet your wellness goals in time for summer thanks to the menu of chef-crafted meals with options like Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and Keto. Factors Fresh, never frozen meals are dietitian approved and ready to eat in just two minutes. It's pretty incredible. Head to factormeals.com slash inside50 and use code inside50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month. That's code inside50 at factormeals.com slash inside50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month while your subscription is active. Factor Meals. Inside of You is brought to you by Neurohacker. Qualia Synaletic. I just sent some of this to my mother, and she's starting to notice the differences. Hmm. 
in herself. And, she, and because I noticed my mother was always had brain fog and and she couldn't think clearly. And, and you know, and, and I, I was like, well, this stuff works for me. And what's great is I didn't even they weren't even a sponsor when I started using this. Um, have you heard of Synaletics yet? Well, listen, it's a class of ingredients discovered less than 10 years ago, and they're being called one of the biggest discoveries of our time for helping to promote healthy aging and helping to enhance your physical prime. Your life goals in your career and beyond require productivity. But let's be honest, the aging process is not our friend when it comes to endless energy and productivity. That's why I use Qualia Senolytic. As we age, everyone accumulates senescent cells in their body. Senescent cells may cause symptoms of aging, such as aches and discomfort, slow workout recoveries, hello, sluggish mental and physical energy, hello, associated with that middle age feeling, hello. Also known as zombie cells, they are old and worn out and not serving a useful function for our health anymore, but they could be taking up space and nutrients from our healthy cells. Much like pruning the yellowing and dead leaves off a plant, Qualia Senoletic helps remove those worn out senescent cells to allow for the rest of them to thrive in the body. And you just take it two days a month. That's it. The formula is non-GMO, vegan, gluten-free, and the ingredients are meant to complement one another, factoring in the combined effect of all ingredients together. And they must believe in their product because they have a 100-day money-back guarantee. It's pretty amazing. I felt higher energies. Uh, I feel uh, more focused, um, younger. I have to say, because a lot of these things make me feel younger. I feel more uh, productivity happening in my life, a little more enthusiastic. Help resist aging at the cellular level. Try Qualia Senoletic. Go to neurohacker.com slash inside for up to $100 off and use code inside at checkout for an additional 15% off. That's neurohacker.com slash inside for an extra 15% off your purchase. Thanks to Neurohacker for sponsoring today's episode. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. The products and statements are not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Did you love working with Kristen? Yeah, she was great. She always knew her shit. Oh, she was always prepared. Yeah, no yeah. question. And she could she could always like turn on the emotion of what needed to happen in a scene like instantly. She was like, you know, when we did the first audition, um, her back was to the, Oh yeah, yeah that's right. Group she of she had the test with you. You had already gotten the part. She had gotten the part. Oh, she had got, she so was already a guy that had come through her. Yeah. Yeah. Wait, it was, it was me and Jensen Ackles. You think that like, they think we got to get our, our Clark Kent first, no. then our girl. And then Lex or, Alexa. See, we should have asked Al Miles about this because <laughs> they would have. They little... did talk about that. They did yeah. talk about that. Yep, they but did. I, they talked about the casting. They just knew Kristen was the one, and when we were in this large group of I don't know, maybe twenty people in a in a conference room, her back was to all those people, and it gets to the point where it's my line. I forget what the line was. I'm just staring at her because I I don't know my line, and she mouthed and whispered the beginning of the line to me, which of course triggered to me to remember the line. I said the line. You really didn't remember it. I just blanked. I was like, uh, "You were nervous." I was nervous. I'd never done this before. Um, and then we did the scene, and then afterwards, I remember Peter Roth. He, Peter Roth said, "When you took that moment and you stared at her," <laughs> and I was like, Blankly. in my head, I'm like. <laughs> yeah, blankly. Like, <laughs> you mean that moment I couldn't remember my line? He's like, no. And I'm like, yeah, Kristen told me the line. He goes, isn't she the best? And I said, yeah. <laughs> but that that's a lot of trust that you have with someone. Wow. I mean, we just met and she she could have let me hang out to dry. Were you, were, did you feel that moment? Did you feel like you're getting red faced? Like, oh my God, oh my God. I don't How many even, people are there? I think I was so blanked. That you didn't? Like, yeah. I don't have a tendency to see the other people in the room like when we do a life, scene. But just blank. <laughs> just blank. Did so? Do you get nervous? Um, I will get nervous if I know that I'm actually not prepared. Like if I trick myself into thinking I'm ready, but I hadn't put in the work, it can get bad. Do you do you get embarrassed? Um, I think I can get embarrassed for probably not doing my job. But other than that, what I what we like to do and what we did on Smallville is always create that the set was a safe environment to fail. Meaning you could make a mistake for the for the purpose of the scene to be better, and you were okay. Yeah. But that's also why we didn't always allow a lot of people on set, if you know what I mean, who weren't part of the crew, because right. it's all taken out of context, and then you can't do your jokes and yeah. screw around. It was very comfortable, and I think that was like, that helped it be so successful, because we 
on set were just we had each other's backs. Like if you had a tough mm-hmm. scene, I was there. I was like, I was going to get you the best performance. You were going to get my best performance. But that's also scary when you're so comfortable and you're doing that and you have that sort of rapport with people yeah. and that atmosphere. Going to the next job where they're like different yeah. actors worked. You go yeah. to the next like you did Lucifer and you're like all of yeah. a sudden. You know, they're not like going, hey, blah, 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 do this, do this. You're right. Like, you're just doing your shit. You're on your own, kid. Yeah, you're on your own because on Smallville, it's how does Tom work? You know what I mean? And how do we get that to work? Because he's here all the time. You go to Lucifer, there's Tom Ellis. I was asking other people, how does Tom Ellis like to work? Because I'm a guest. Right. And I'm here to kind of do my thing and whatnot because they run a pretty good ship too. Like you would you would enjoy being around them and, and that crew. It's, it's the same sense of trust. Right. And you taught me that. I remember years ago you being like, hey, man better you make me the better i'll make you i was like that makes sense to me like let's yeah. keep doing that that's true yeah. yeah if you go to set and you're like not getting along with people and no, nobody has your back and no one cares it's probably gotta be weird i don't yeah. know maybe i'm sure there's actors that do it who go in there and they're like we don't like that guy there's a lot of actors you hear oh, about yeah. and they just do their shit and they don't give a fuck what anybody thinks yep. they're there to be look good and be good and they don't care about anybody well there and there's and there's tons of circumstances where the production will put up with that because of what they're getting in the finished product and they work around it. I mean, it's a malleable thing how they film and how they get performances because it's all edited anyway. Yeah, yeah. I think the trust factor is a big thing. I remember going back, I think it was one of the first episodes I directed. You directed six? I think I did six. Or seven. I think I did seven. But um, Rob would know. Yeah, Rob. <laughs> I think it was seven. I don't know how you did seven. He knows all about I, it. Yeah, because I only did one and and being an actor in every, in, you're in every scene yeah. and directing it. I loved like, it. Are you tired? I mean, I felt less tired doing that than I did, I think, just acting. It was just because there's always something fun and cool. But I remember we were doing a scene and I gave you a note and you looked at me and you were like, that's a good note, man. It's a good note. I'm going to take it. Thank you. (laughs) And I was like, thanks. And that made me feel better. You knew we had each other. You go, that's a good note. That's a good note. Okay. Yeah. (laughs) I think I'm going to do that. I think I'm going to do that. Do you think you'll do, you know, like, I know fans always ask us that when we're at conventions, they're like, do you guys think you'll be in a crossover? Do you think that this, and we could sit here behind the scenes and go, dude, I, I don't want to do that. That's well, I signed but, on to six episodes of Arrow for next year. Oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> He's kidding. Everybody for a second was listening and go, wait, what? <laughs> you should you should put that in the thing, Rob, in the description. And did he sign on for Arrow? Well, yeah, because by the way, Arrow just got canceled. Yeah. I love Steven. Steven's awesome. He listens to podcasts all the time. He lives right around the corner. So do you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I have all these people. I have, I have Clark Kent, fucking the Arrow. Yeah. They live around the neighborhood. Um, but if somebody came up to you and it was the right thing, do you think like, look, obviously if they said, hey, we want you to be in the universe, we want you to play the new Batman. You do that in a second, right? I, I do. I like the I like the character of Batman. I think that I think there's some room to grow there. And darkness. Yeah. It's different. You know? I don't know. I don't know if I'm to the point yet where I want to start playing somebody's father on another show yet. You know what I mean? Because that's a, that's usually what happens is someone 20 years later comes back to television. John Schneider, perfect example, by the way. So glad he was there. Right. He was a great father. Was a great for father. Me. Um, but I, you know. Shep. What's his name? Um, the Flash. Yeah, there you go. He's, uh, he's, he comes back. And they know. found an interesting way to yeah. bring those people yeah. back. That's yeah. what it is. I mean. Yeah, I mean, like at this point, it's like you're too old to play Clark. I would think so. I'm not too old to play Lex. That's the thing. No. You're not. But Clark is a boy. Yeah. Who becomes a man who becomes Superman. Right. So you'd have to become Superman if they want. If they said, hey, we're going to, we want you to be Superman. We want you to be Superman in the next fucking movie. If I wait long enough, it'll be like, we want you to be (laughs) Jor-El. No way. You're still young. You can still do it. How old are the kids who are playing Superman? 30s? They're 30s? And you're 40? Probably, yeah. 41? 41, I think, yeah. You don't even know. Well, I, I mean, at this point, what's don't it? you have any questions you want to ask me about Lex? Well, yeah, I have got a lot. The Lex characters hard to. I mean, I know so much about what not only our characters went through, but your way into it. How Lex obviously wasn't yeah. um, the bad guy and never was. Neither was Lionel. That was one of the things that we always did. Is you know the the bad guy never plays the bad guy. Fights the yeah goes against the grain. But one thing that I think. We didn't do, I think we did a good job showing that Clark moved on to become Superman. He's out there in the imagination of the, uh, of the, of the, of the fans can sort of fill that in. But I don't think we ever did a good job of sort of letting people know where Lex was headed. Other than he was 
just sort of leaving the library at that at that moment. Well, you know, there's like a little flash at the end. I think of the finale where it shows me in a white suit, like it's something like you know, it's like he, in the future he is going to become the president, which inevitably everybody knows in the comic books and everything. So yeah, there wasn't a lot, and look, there wasn't a lot of time to do it because two weeks before the show ended, I go, hey, I'm gonna, you guys got me next Friday for the whole day. Yeah, let's do a ball cap. Let's do it. Yeah, you decided you know, to come And you back. always fuck with me in the, 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 the commentator, the host or whatever, the last, you know, and he was like, you know, why'd you leave? You know, you left. I'm like, hey, people always say, I'm like, no. <laughs> Leaving is when you quit something before you're supposed to finish your job. Like if I, right. if like Rob says, I'm going to do this podcast. Yeah. We never said Rob's here for three years. But if we said three years and Rob worked four, he didn't quit. He actually did another year. He moved on and he moved on. And then he moved on, but he actually did another year. So. Well, Chris then same thing. I mean. It wasn't written that she was going to have kryptonite, you know, skin. Yeah. Kristen decided to move on to do something else. Yeah. Which, that's what happens in this business. And it doesn't and matter. You know, I hate, I fucking hate, and you don't really see it until you're sort of a part of it. And I mean, I haven't had anything like written, you know, I'm always doing stuff. We're always doing stuff. But people could easily overlook that and go, Where, what happened after Smallville? Where did they go? What happened to his career? It's like, who, who what? They're just creating content because they have to write something. They're content to go, oh, yeah, what happened to that guy? It's yeah. like that guy's finding real happiness and doing whatever <laughs> the fuck he wants and probably has more money than the guy writing this article. <laughs> so go fuck off. It's just like, look, I look at these people. It's like, what happened to her? I'm like, what happened to her? She did something. And now she's doing whatever the fuck she wants. The problem is you respond to those people and then they go, so you're angry. And it's like, no, I'm not angry. You email the writer. You go, um, actually, I have a podcast. I'm doing another podcast. Subscribe. I wrote a script. And now you're like described. Now you're like kind of like, what's the word? You're kind of like uh, defending yourself. I These are not hard words. <laughs> I, I had just like, you know, I feel like you're Kristen Kruk and, the, and I'm trying to, I'm blank. I can't, I can't do it. I can't do it. Well, how did it go with Kristen? I haven't heard the podcast yet. Uh, it was great. She's very open. She's very fun. Chris and I have kept in touch, and we always did, even after Smallville. She'd say, I'm coming out to LA. You want to grab dinner? Hmm. And, you know, people were always like, Why don't you ever date Kristen Krug? And I'm like, She had no interest in me. Hmm. She was so young, and I was older, you know. And then, how old is she now? She's probably like 35. It's like a like an Ashton Kutcher Mila Kunis thing. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, Kristen and I were just always good friends. She was always cool. And, you know, She's in the 36. beginning, we. She's 36. She's, but uh, no, no. What I'm saying is that Kristen and I, in the beginning, she was young and she was like, who's this weirdo? And I'm just like, he's goofy and he's all over the place. I felt but, the same way. Yeah, yeah. And then <laughs> after about a few years, we had to do some real big scenes together in an episode of Lex and we just became friends. We just like, hey. And then it was great. Yeah, she's a great person. Yeah, she's great. I mean, she was always, like I said, prepared in a good mood, ready to be there. And I think people want more from her they want to know more about her like why doesn't she entertain people more why doesn't she tell funny jokes because she's just she's a real person and that's her personality she she's likes quiet. reading she likes yeah uh intellectual things mm -hmm. sophistication mm -hmm. she likes that's who she is she likes to do her work and go home right and whatever and that's great sounds like a good fit for you oh my god she'd kill me <laughs> i'm like i'm not reading this book <laughs> what are you reading <laughs> You know, I'd be one of those guys, why are you reading? She's like, because uh, I don't want to act like an idiot like you. I don't want to be a... I could just see it. Michael, did you finish that book? That's it. We're breaking up. That's it. I told you I need a year. <laughs> Too many pages worth of pictures. Michael, it was a magazine. It was a synopsis of a book. It's so hard. This, my agent tries to get me to read a script. I mean, now it's been three months. He's like, it's 28 pages. And I go, I know. They don't send a summary. I go, I. You know what's funny is I, Rob I doesn't do a summary. He makes Jess read it to him. I <laughs> I bring it with me every trip. And you're I that never guy. Read it. You're that guy. <laughs> I, you're, you're that actor I sitting in first class who opens up a script. And no, I don't. That's what I'm saying. I don't read it. I don't read the back. But you carry it. I do carry it. I do carry it with me because I'm going to read it. I really am going to read it. I could ask you this because. You know, we've not talked about it. I talked to somebody asked me one thing about it, but if it's anybody I could talk to, maybe you have nothing to say. But like, I think I could, I could say it to you now. Some time has passed. You know, there was that whole thing with the, with the, what's it called? Nexium. Nexium. Thank you, Rob. 
Oh. Yeah, with that thing. And when, you know, fans are told, when we, when we, need, yeah. we do Q&As, they're like, don't yeah. say a thing about yeah. it. And we never talk about it. Well, my, I mean, it's easy for me. I didn't know anything about it. Yeah. So, Nor did I. There you go. I was very surprised to read anything about it. It sounds very bizarre. Allison was always a nice person around me. Yeah, supposedly one of the girls is coming out now. She pleaded guilty, and she's going to tell the, all the truth, the whole big mess. So I don't know what's happening. No. I don't really know. All I know is it's hard to – like I always say this. I say if somebody said, hey, your brother killed someone, I'm like, no, this is impossible. Right. You don't know my brother. Right. Now, Allison and I were never really tight on the show like you and I were. I didn't really know where she went and off and did her own thing. Yeah. But like if somebody said, oh, Allison Matt kills I would know that's, that's impossible. Right. I didn't, and now, you know, things have added up, so I'm kind of like, uh, you're sort of in the middle where you're like, you know, hey, oh my God, I always have love for Allison, and, but like, did, did this really happen? Right. Did this really, I mean, what do you, how do you kind of like, I don't know what to say. Me neither. I don't, I don't know what to say or what to, well, other than, it's funny to think, if it's true, it's a tragedy. It's also funny that people think we would know, or that we would have yeah. some like, really like, perspective on it. Well, I always <laughs> knew that like, back in the day, like, you know, um, you know, they were part of like a, you know, a self-help thing. Mm-hmm. I, I knew that they were part, but it wasn't even this. This was something that happened later. But I knew that, you know, I remember one time, uh, maybe it was Allison who asked me or something, and she was just like, hey, you know, you should try it. Come in. I was like, no, I don't know. It's not, it's not for me. Right. You know, I need a therapist, my own therapist. <laughs> to You know, that was very uh, benign and very, you know, not what. I don't know anything about it. I really I'm don't like talking know. about something I don't I know. Really, about. It's true. We're talking about something we don't know. But you know, ultimately, we both think it's a it's tragic what happened. If that's yes. what happened, we're, we're we're all figuring out what, yeah. what what the deal is. But yeah. But do you find that therapy is helpful for you? I know um, one of the podcasts that I listened to um, with Kristen Bell. You guys were talking about therapy. It was actually very enlightening. She seems very well adjusted as a result. You not so much. Yeah, but, well, um, <laughs> she, you know, she takes she she does medication for depression and um, anxiety, which I commend her for. Um, you know, it's like whatever works for anybody. You know, I, mm-hmm. I I take something like before I go to bed, it's like a slight little thing for anxiety that I take. You know, but I it's a low dose, and I try to uh, not overdo it or not. Well, also I, relying on it. Or there's whatever. a there's a thin line because there's like I don't want. I've always been that control freak where I'm like I don't want to be like a. I don't want to take pills because the pills will help me. Like I, right. I want to do this myself. Right. I want to be able to not take anything, not be dependent on anything. Mm-hmm. So that was very hard for me to digest. But, yeah, you know. But going back into the relationship question. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> go ahead. Go ahead. It's a, the codependency. Some of it, you know, bringing something to each other's life. That's not so bad. You know, dependency is okay a little bit. You know, when it comes to relationships. What do you mean? <laughs> Talk to me. Well, okay. you were talking about you don't want to be codependent or dependent on anything ever. Right. Well, going back to relationships. Codependency first. isn't good for, for anybody. I don't I don't think when two people um have to they need each other so much that like, oh, that like when you go on relation like when you go on trips like meet me in uh, Kansas City or meet me in Montreal or whatever, you're still independent. Mm. You're like, I'm FaceTiming my wife my fiance, I want to see my kid. But you're not like, oh my God, I've seen my brother Adam one time. He, he doesn't, he won't listen to this. But I remember <laughs> he came out here, dude. He came out here and it was miserable because he was like having anxiety attacks, shaking. He couldn't be without his wife or family. Really? He is so like, oh yeah, it's obsessive. And it's not because he doesn't trust her. He just, I don't know. know I, he just on. can't be without her. He can't be without his kids. He has, he doesn't have fun without them. He can't have fun by himself. He must be with them. Wow. It's fucked, man. I'll never be that way. Look, I want to miss my wife or my girlfriend or nothing right now. My dogs right now. I miss my dogs. So maybe I'll miss someone. It, there's, it's possible. I think it's possible. Do you think, honestly, Rob, look me straight in the eye. Mm-hmm. I mean, honestly, mm-hmm. don't laugh. You're laughing. You're both All laughing. Right. <laughs> well, you're not Tom, but you are Rob. Do you think I'll find someone? I hope you'll find someone. I think you'll find someone. You're a catch. You're a great catch. Uh, am I a catch? Yeah. I think am you got to get out of your own way a little bit. But What does that mean? What is in my way? <laughs> I th- uh, <laughs> I think you have pretty high standards and you let... High standards? And you, well, you, you, thing, over, you overanalyze and let little things oh, get in the way. Overanalyze? I wish you could see Tom adjusting himself. It's so gosh. bad. Aren't you glad we don't film these things anymore? Well, yeah, you can tell by the way I dressed. I'm dressed like well, a, you're very comfortable, like a grandfather. I'm dressed like you. By the way, we are like old men in a way because we go to. The, I joined a tennis club up the street. We go swimming. <laughs> we go in the jacuzzi. We sauna. That's how we sauna. get. That's how we get. This. <laughs> we both say it the same way. Sauna, like Christopher Walken. Ready? Sauna. sauna. 
know. It's a sauna. It's fun. Look at the pool. Michael's naked. I don't know why. Um, so who did you get? John Glover. John Glover. That's you love John. Remember when John came to a convention? He was dancing. I was playing guitar on stage. He's, He's dancing so like a maniac. You're. I mean. It is fun. You never want to do these conventions. Now you do them. I see you have fun. You do. You're like, oh my God, I'm having fun. I'm entertaining people. Fans love it. There's a new generation of Smallville fans. It's on Hulu now. You're getting all these new fans. Your lines are huge, as I knew they would be. People are like, it's crazy. (laughs) And I knew it. How do his lines compare to your lines? His are bigger. (laughs) Like twice twice as big? Twice as big? Or like... I'd say like uh, if if I had like... You know, like I might have signed like four or five hundred autographs. You probably signed seven hundred, seven fifty. <laughs> the point is, no, it's there's true. still a lot of fans, and they I'm still, I'm, like I'm us, still new at this. They I'm like us that. together. That we take pictures with people. It's uh, we have a good time. In fact, we're thinking of ideas for doing a project together. We've always like, you know, we do these things. And we're like, you know, the yin, the yang. You know, he's quiet in this, but he's funny. And then I'm an idiot going all over the place. <laughs> it's like there's got to be, you know, I have, we have some ideas brewing. So I think, you know. It's fun. It's a, it's an opportunity. I think it'd be fun, and the interaction with the fans is is fun. It's an enjoyable experience. I mean, like I, I, nobody waits in line to say like, "Hey, I really hated watching you for ten years." <laughs> nobody, does, nobody does that. <laughs> well, you know, somebody said to me the other. I told you this. Somebody said. Somebody said to me. <laughs> he goes, Gene Hackman is mm. the best Lex Luthor, and I go, "All right, great, thank you. I know that." He goes. Well, I'm just saying. I'm like, okay. Uh, I agree and, with you. And he paid fifty dollars no. to tell you this. He just came up in line not to have an autograph, not to have anything. He goes, sometimes, well, they, sometimes they call it a meet and greet. I think this is a different. This must be like a meet and meet and shit on someone. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I was just, all right, great. I agree. Gene Hackman's the best Lex Luthor, and he's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, is there anything else? He's like, uh, no. I mean, it really was nothing. Thank you, sir. He just wanted to tell me that he thought, and I was just like. A lot of it is about their experience, not our experience. You know what I mean? It is, it is. You know. Have you had any fans that are rude to you or say anything rude to you that you're just like, come on? No, if anything, it's been, there's been some really heartfelt things said about people losing their father. Oh, yeah. Or going through depression or contemplating suicide or. Soldiers in Iraq. Soldiers in Iraq. People who would be like, man, this, I was in a dark place and. You know, your show helped. And Doesn't that's like, that just make you wow. so like, wow. You never think, like, how could you have purpose? But then when you do the show and you realize what Im- impact it has, and there's so many shows that do that. Yeah, and that's going back earlier. I think I appreciate that more as time goes on, where I yeah. think while you're shooting it, there's, I don't know, it's not that you don't appreciate it, you don't think about that aspect. And now we have time to sort of talk to these people about their experiences. Yeah. And also, yeah. you know what it is? A lot of weekends, unless you're doing a movie or a TV show, you know, on a Saturday and Sunday, mm-hmm. what are you going to do? You sit around the house, you go have lunch <laughs> with your friends, and you do these conventions, but you do a couple of conventions a year. Like Michael, that. what are you doing here? I had nothing better to do, folks. Nothing better. It's just going to sit around. <laughs> That's in not the what sauna. I'm saying. I even said, you know, the people. Really, I could be at the sauna right now. I did it. Uh, we did when we did this convention. Remember, I said this and it got a big applause, which I wasn't expecting. But I'm like, all I said was, you know, when we go, like, if I go on vacation, if I go to Cabo with my friends, that's my vacation, right? These conventions, they're their vacation. Fans go to these things because yeah. this is what they love. This is what they do. So I find that to be uh, humbling and just a new perspective. Well, and they're the only reason we even get to do any of this. Even your podcast. If nobody listened to your podcast, it's like you couldn't do it. You'd probably still do it, to be honest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but the point is, like, as much as we'd like to think it's even the studios or the production, it's it's if, if people don't watch it, things don't exist. I always say that, I try to, in our in our panels, that like they're the ones that move the meter on projects going forward or staying on or not. Yeah, you got to see what kind of fan base you have, and it's and, and, and fortunately or fortunately, I don't know, but like your Instagram followers, this, how many people does yeah. he have? As I am to be, I know there's a big producer, actor, director. The only he cast people based on their yeah. IMDb number. If you're not top ten, you're not in. He's yeah. not casting you. Yeah, it's so fucked. It's ad, it's advertising outreach. That's, I'm not going to say the person because I really like the person. It's just and the way he does business. If yeah, if it got out, I would be. He would never fucking cast me in anything. Well, you not don't that have he's followers ever, anyways. He's never. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's true. So yeah, listen, what's the difference? He's never going to hire what's you. What's the difference? Maybe after this podcast. <laughs> how many, how many hey, Michael, what are you doing this weekend? 
I see that you have five more followers that want to hire you. <laughs> like, what's the number that you have to be to, I, to get his attention? A million? 500? I like, don't know. I only have a couple hundred thousand followers. I think <laughs> that's I actually know. a lot. I mean, I mean, it's not compared to these the, the it's beavers. Not, it's not You're, Tom Welling. Numbers. Beavers got a hundred million. Know, Tom, know. you got like four hundred fifty thousand followers. Well, that's not, but not enough for this guy. No, but those YouTubers have twenty million. That's crazy. I'm talking numbers on IMDb Pro, like the, your number, your star meter. Oh, oh you said I, social media. Oh, well, that too. Instagram. But star meter is bigger. Oh, like for if this your guy? number, like yeah, if you're like number. 20s like mm. how does doesn't that work that just means that you're popular like right now maybe but if, if you hire somebody for, to do a movie right now it doesn't come out for a year that person might not be popular a year from now i don't know it seems like the same people are always up there like you know Di, you know dicaprio is probably top 15 all the time well but he's dicaprio yeah yeah and he deserves it i mean he's good in everything well gene hackman's better dicaprio's um I think he's working on something where he's going to play Lex Luthor DiCaprio. Is, yeah. is he? <laughs> you fuck. I was like, oh my God. I really was like, wait, what? You know, it's funny is... Um, you don't guarantee you can't. I, I, I text James Gunn. I go, dude, I'm not asking you for anything, but you're doing Suicide Squad. And if I'm not playing Lex Luthor... That would be dope. But he 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 just goes... He said you didn't have enough Instagram Just sit followers. tight. Just fuck off. <laughs> I have a feeling that means that there's probably not going to be a Lex Luthor in the Suicide Squad. No, Leonardo DiCaprio got casted. There you go. First for it. For Suicide Squad. It's right there. It's on the internet. It Sword must of be God. Real. There's a picture of it. Let me see it. You're a fucking liar. <laughs> Are you? Leonardo DiCaprio, Lex Luthor. Is he really? <laughs> yeah. There is he, he is. Really character Le- for it. He's not playing. You fuck. Jesus. I mean, it's on the internet. It must be true. Yeah. Isn't that doesn't that piss you off though? They're like, oh, he was a great Lex Luthor, or he was a great Clark Kent. So they were on TV, so they can't be great in film. I don't understand that either. It's just but... stupid. It's just especially when the fans are like going, "Are you f- listen to the fans every once in a while? Yeah. Just every once in a while, listen to them." Do you think it would hurt DC if they cast me, right? Who played it for seven or ten or whatever you want to say years? I'm just not blowing smoke, but they've done these polls of the better Lex Luthor. And, and people want to see. I'm just saying, do you think it would hurt DC? Do you think they'd go from a hundred million weekend? Oh, it's Rosenbaum instead of so you know what? It's going to be five million. Do you think that it's all of a sudden going to ruin the franchise for a Lex Luthor that has worked to then play? Am I upset about this? Please, please comment and subscribe. Let's start a poll. I don't. I'm th- just I, saying, I don't think you want to see this. Right why? Would, what is it? I don't think you're the right. The 15 best actors who should have played Lex Luthor. <laughs> Joaquin well, Phoenix, no, Michael no. Fassbender, Brian Cranston would like, be great. Bradley Cooper, Michael C. Hall. The best. Yeah, these guys Matthew are great. But they didn't play it, so we don't know. It's a moot point. <laughs> they didn't play it for seven years. Oscar guys, Isaac. You guys hearing me out there? You know, it is funny because obviously I'm looking at Carrie Fisher's chair. Right yeah, here. That's sure. Her Star Wars. Chair. Right. And it, at, at some point, Al and Miles were like, well, it might be a good idea to have Princess Leia on Smallville. Yeah. You know what I mean? And so that worked that way. I mean, she was, I think she goes, she became bigger than just that anyway. But somehow it does help the stunt casting one way or another, but it can work against you as well. But those choices aren't up to us. A lot of times, like people will ask you, do you think? I'm like, well, it's not up to me. And I have no well, idea. My thought is this. <laughs> my thought is this. What does it matter if you just give the guy an audition? What does it matter if they say, Michael Rosenbaum, we're not going to cast you, but why don't you come in? <laughs> We'd like to see you give it a why shot. Why don't you come in and just throw the Hail Mary? Yeah. And maybe, just maybe, we'll be blown away. Yeah, but you know, here's what would suck about that. They video it. A bunch of producers watch it. Yeah. They bring in a bunch of other actors. They cast another actor, but yeah. they go, "Hey, we want you to watch this Michael Rosamond performance because this is this is what we'd like you to do." Great. And then, but out of respect to me, I, I it's not that I'm pissed off about it, but then when I thought about it, I was like, you know, cast whoever you want. But I'm like, wait a minute. I love Jesse. I worked with him. He's a great actor. He's great. I'm just saying. Why didn't Zack Snyder just say, "Let's just read Rosenbaum"? Yeah. Why didn't somebody at the fucking studio just go, "Let's read him. Let's see what he's got." Yeah. Do you get this mad every time they make a Superman movie? I'm not mad. See what you did to me. All I'm saying is I think anybody <laughs> no, out there who's listening, who's listening is going to go, yeah, why not? 
So I, it's a good, it's a it's a great question. Yeah, you know, if a fan comes up and gives me their script and says this is a match, did you ask Al Miles? Al Miles would have probably had something fun to say about that. I just after we started talking, I started thinking about it. I was like, you know, everybody deserves an audition. If you played something and you played it well, mm-hmm. according to fans, why wouldn't they bring you in? Hey, we brought him in. Yeah, he didn't get it. Yeah. Great, thank you. I didn't get it. I'm very good at rejection. I've dealt well, with it other, my whole not only fucking you, life. Not only were you good at it, but you're also interested and you're passionate about it. As opposed to like some people played a character and they're like, hey, we're doing a movie version. Do you want to do the movie version? Sometimes people are like, no, I'd rather not. Thank you. Yeah. That happens too. Dude, yeah, who knows? Maybe one day they'll get their head out of their ass. They will. They'll get their head out of their I ass. I mean, I'd you watch know? it. Yeah. Look, here's the reality. If I was doing anything remotely close to what I think you were capable of doing, I'd say, Tom, will you come in and at least read with the girl? Tom, will you see oh, if you yeah, have chemistry yeah. with somebody? My friends, I always want to hire my friends. Of always. Course. Even if I don't cast them, I want to give them a chance. Well, yeah. Um, I didn't, have I you tried this H-Hemp? <laughs> no, but I can see you. Have you tried the Honest It's Honest Hemp, dude. Yeah. I'm old. Well, one thing adds up to another. But that's why you thats why you stay in such good shape, I think. <laughs> Do I? Well, yeah. You've always been... Even on Smallville, you were like, got to be healthy, man. Got to keep... I don't think so. I you, think are, back, you had the best body. Your, your back was bad then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think I, you knew that you had to be healthy and protect yourself. Yeah, you just got to be on top quality. of shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You don't have any aches and pains, really. You had a shoulder. You. You, got, you had something you sent me to a doctor for. Yeah, who'd released it. It's got like a frozen shoulder. That's because the only thing I do with my left hand is pick things up and put them in my right hand. Like, I just don't use my left shoulder enough, apparently. <laughs> so he just sort of opened it up, but he obviously helped you as well. Yeah. But think, yeah, I get sore, especially if like working out or whatever. You know, the old, I'm to the, you know, you get off the plane and you're like, Ugh. like, yeah, that's, that happened. Would you grow a big... Yesterday morning. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Would you grow a big fat beard, shave your head, and gain twenty five more pounds to play like a crazy role in a, in a in a TV show. Fuck yeah, that'd be hilarious. You would? Oh yeah, especially the you'd weight like, gaining you'd part. You'd be like a good Tom. What are you doing? Oh, it's no. for a role. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, but you'd be a good like henchman, man. I got you know. I'd like to play like one of those... some bad guy who just fucking looks like a like, young Vincent and I, and I'd give you a crooked eye. Thank you. <laughs> I, I'd give you a crooked eye and a scar, a big scar in your face, like. Mm. You're, Oh, I like broken. That. Someone broken. Someone broken. Broken. It'd be great. Well, this has been fun, man. This is easy. <laughs> you have any more questions or anything? No. I'm... You really don't have anything to say. Well, I... this, this concludes Smallville week. Well, it's hard for me to really come up with appropriate questions for you for this setting, but I think we we got some good stuff there. Come on, Rob. You have to have some questions. This is it. What you should I ask, there. Rob? Tom probably won't come on for another six months. If yeah, if that. You left right around the corner. Um, I feel like every time I'm with you, we could be doing this. I know that's what I think too. I was like, why didn't I say that? Why didn't I answer that? Why didn't I? Is it possible for you to post or do anything without saying, "Hey guys"? Yeah, I could do that. Hey guys, we got Tom here. Hey guys, we got <laughs> Tom. Right now, Rob is crossing his arms because I cro- he thinks I crossed my arms a lot. I hate that. I don't mean to do it. Who's been your favorite guest on the show? You don't cross your arms a lot. Uh, yeah, I mean, for the videos, for the videos, we're gonna go, we're gonna go do a video. Oh, but you know what that you know why? From why performance? Pers- your def- that's a defense mechanism. You don't know what to do with your hands, but you don't want to put them in your pocket because people don't see your pocket. So now you just look like you don't have arms. And you don't want that. So you have a lot of things going on. That's I think true. you're giving him too much credit. For well, <laughs> what he's thinking about at that time. Uh, thank you, Tom, for allowing me to be inside of you. Although I think you were inside of me. It sure felt like it. Yeah. Unfortunately. I think we, uh, <laughs> you made me open up about stuff today that I normally don't open up about. What happens when you go to therapy and you're like, listen, I had this conversation the other day and I may have raised my voice a little bit and you redo the conversation. What is, does the, does the therapist just go, mm hmm? No. Or do like, they go, so how I, do you I, feel about it? Well, that? I get mad sometimes at my drummer. I lose my shit on my drummer every once in a while because he just knows how to push my buttons. And I like, I don't like ever lose my shit, but I lose my shit. But it's it's a slow thing. It's not just from zero to a hundred. It's like, dude, <laughs> I've told you a million times. He doesn't know how to harmonize. Tom doesn't. So if he's stealing your harmonizing, your harmonies, or what you're doing, he's not doing it deliberately. He's not stealing them. And then he's like, dude, he doesn't know. What you? I mean, what the fuck? And I lose my fucking mind on him. And then he's like, dude, are you crazy? He drives me up a wall. So then I will talk to my therapist and I'll say, you know, I lost my, my mind. 
I lost my cool. And he, I explained him the story. I go, this mm-hmm. is exactly what happened. I'm going to tell you. And am I the bad guy or whatever? He goes, no, it sounds like he really fucking pissed you off. <laughs> and he doesn't know when to shut up. And he's like pushes your buttons and he doesn't stop. And he's passive aggressive. And you lost your shit. I go, but I don't like myself when I lose my shit because it doesn't happen very much. He goes like, well, try to control your temper when, when that thing happens. But if it doesn't, ha- if it happens all the time, that's something to worry about. Yeah. If it happens four times in 10 years, oh. I wouldn't worry well, about that's it. That's so bad. Well, what was what? Hold on, I know that you guys are trying to get me out of here, but that's not true. What? Um, you told me a story. You were about to go that night to go record with your band, and you know you were telling me you guys are like, you know you guys are more like a garage band. You kind of play and you feel it out, but when you go into a studio, you were telling me that it's much more structured and the the process of recording. Yeah, yeah. And they sort of singled you out at one point, and they were asking you, what was it? Can you can you do that in a different melody or Oh what yeah 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 it wasn't them it was my producer Rob it was like so I'm not a singer really by trade I never took lessons and miraculously like you know the album I think sounds really good and I'm like I would look I'd love to be an Adam Lambert but I always figured like since I can't <laughs> sing like Adam Lambert since I can't sing like these guys I shouldn't be in a band but that's not true Yeah they auto tune Well no if they have if you enjoy music if you enjoy playing if you enjoy singing you should just fucking do it for you so we're in there, and I have this song, Right Side of the Canyon. And it was like, she moved out west with stars in her eyes. Didn't think she could ever lose. And he goes, I want you to go up on the line. I go, what? <laughs> she moved out west with stars in her eyes. Didn't think she could ever lose. And I go, but in my head, I've practiced it so much. <laughs> like every So every second line was, ooh, ooh. <laughs> And I was like, I would look out the window, the, the, the partitions glass or whatever, and I'd see the guys just go, no, <laughs> no, just their face looked like, no. I mean, I was failing, thumbs down. How much of Lucifer have you watched? I watched a couple episodes. You were really yeah. good. Well, it was fun. No, but I did. I did watch it. I mean, you know what's funny? Swear to God, we can call my mom right now. Let's do it. Let's All do right. it. She was. You watched it with your mom? It was so good. Tom is so oh, good. that's Unsolicited, sweet. dude. Hold he, on. He was nothing like the other character. Watch. Oh my he gosh, was good so, in this She's one. got such a New York Jew voice. Mom? Yeah? Uh, Tom Welling is with me right now. Uh, remember when you called me? Tell me what, tell him what you thought about Lucifer. <laughs> about Lucifer? Yeah, his show. What did I tell you? What do you mean, what did you tell me? You called me. I remember. How when you loved you Lucifer and how he was so good. Oh, Lucifer, the one about the devil. Yes. Oh, yeah, and Tom was really good, too. Uh, Are that's you what, renewing it? I, I'm Tom, and the other guy's Tom. I think she might be talking about Tom No, Ellis. Tom Welling, who I'm with. Tom Welling from Smallville, who was on it. You kept calling me going, he's so good. He was good. Lucifer. He was, he was great in Lucifer. That, that's what I'm calling you about. Well, I didn't. I just got out of the dentist because I had All new right. caps put in, and I looked magnificent. Well, that's great, Mom. <laughs> Well, now, you know. How's, Tom, how, how's Tom's baby? Well, well, you ask him. He's here. <laughs> Tom? Can she hear me? Yeah. The mic? Yeah. Yeah, the baby. Oh. She the, can hear you. The baby's great. Very yeah. cute. Like you, Tom? With a little bit of, like, both. But I think that's a good thing. I think it's my nose. Yeah. All right, Mom. Hey, this has been a real treat. Maybe we'll do this all the time. I'll call you later. Bye, Tom. Bye. See ya. I mean, Jesus Christ. She used to call me all the time saying, he's so good on that show. And then she's like, what the fuck? She can't remember anything. No, she remembers. She just came for the dentist, had some laughing gas that's probably. True. She yeah. probably had some laughing gas. Uh, well, that's a perfect time to end the show with my voice from my mom answering. It's funny how your mom probably wouldn't answer, would she? Um, it's not that she wouldn't. I don't, I, they travel. They're, they're running around all the time. Call your mom. I think you talk, I to, your, you to, I think you talk to your parents no more often i i talk to my mom probably once every couple of weeks and my dad every couple of weeks really a couple of weeks yeah i my i don't think my mom would like it i called she'd she'd be she'd be like why'd you do that why'd you put me on the in the moment like that not show. mad right 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 no she loves you i think she does listen to it you think yeah yeah what's well, yeah i don't think she likes swearing no neither do no neither like swearing. do you swear in no. front of them i've made some mistakes i remember as a kid getting yelled at for it and then now with the baby in the house, now I'm catching myself a little bit more. You caught me the other day. We were, oh, we were at the airport. I was like, hey, F-bomb guy. <laughs> You're good for the first like year and a half, though. Oh, is that what it is? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Mr. Experience over here. I've got one kid at 29. <laughs> 30.
Whatever. Look at that. Can't even get, can't even get the age. <laughs> Your birthday. Oh, yeah, boy. when's my birthday? Can you even get the month? June. June what? Eighth. Nope. Hang on. <laughs> Look, what are you thinking about when you're trying to think about... You ever, you know, when you try to think about something you don't know... It's I'm really... either getting June 12th or June 26th. Neither. What is it? The 20th. Uh, have you done the medium thing? Now. Have you ever said that with a medium? Have uh, you ever done that? I have done that. Kind of I cried like my right face there. off, too. She really got me. It was, it, it was accurate. Tom, this has been great. This concludes Smallville Week. Thank you so much for listening. <laughs> Welcome to Talkville, the ultimate Smallville rewatch podcast. Guest star Sarah Carter as Alicia Baker. Although I didn't really work with her a lot. But Tom did, and they had some real big smoochy scenes. Yeah. Can we talk about that? Could there be any more sex? What was the three-page makeout scene that just kept going? Good Lord. We get it. They have chemistry. Jump in now or catch up on any of the past seasons of Talkville on YouTube or wherever you listen.